welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have uh, the man behind Ramen Toys. Uh, Ramen Toys is a, um, a, a boutique style uh, classic action figure uh, <laughs> seller. Um, tell us about yourself, sir. Hey, Paul. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Um, yeah, this is uh, Ace Ramen Toy. Well, my name is Noel, right? N-O-E-L. I'm from Singapore. And, uh, you know, I started uh, Ramen Toy in 2021. And uh, the whole idea was to, you know, participate in the third-party realm. And we created, you know, well, we had many ideas for the 80s, <clears throat> hence our name, you know, yeah. retro artistic modern 80s nostalgia uh you know we're, we're into the retro stuff you know we are you know adding our artistic and modern take to it mm -hmm. right and it's yep. obviously 80s nostalgia so ramen toy right um obviously that actually came back about a little bit later on because initially i just had ramen toy as my idea for the brand because you know, this story goes back a little bit when I was much younger in the year 2000 when I was in Japan and I was a big, I, I'm a big fan of Macross stuff, Macross, right? Uh, yep. Robotech oh, yeah. in the US, as you call it. So there was a sculptor in, in Japan and his, and his brand is uh, Tanmen, T-A-N-M-E-N. -E so I was wondering what is Tanmen? So I actually asked him, well, not through me, I don't, I don't speak Japanese. Uh, so I, I asked my Japanese friend to say to ask him, you know, what what's the the meaning of tan man, and and the guy just said it is soup noodles, right? So tan in in Chinese is tang, which is soup, and man obviously noodles, right? So it just hit me that oh the guy likes soup noodles, that's why he's called himself the names as uh, tan man. So I actually really like ramen in japan right i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, well i love going to japan that's where all the the vintage stuff we can find so i've been uh just talking about the idea and they say okay it could be just as simple as calling yourself what you love right we're doing what we love so so ramen toy and also because back then i had the idea that you know to make a bowl of ramen if you actually see the uh chef right it's not as simple as just throwing some things together it is you know, the, the effort and time taken to make the broth. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think many uh, ramen enthusiasts would know that, you know, there's many failed stories of, you know, ramen uh, cuisines and, and uh, chefs because they couldn't get the recipe right. The taste wasn't there. And then, of course, there's many successful uh, brands because the soup just was, you know, chef's kiss, right? Yes. And yeah. each different soup has its own unique taste. And, you know, so the time taken to make the soup, the uh, the way the ramen uh, chef would present the noodles, he would, you know, he don't, doesn't just throw the noodles into the bowl, you know, they would take the chopsticks and then sort of like lay it down and then they will lay the, the condiments nicely. So that's the presentation. Oh, so yeah. that that is the whole epitome and analogy of, of us in the sense that we take time to perfect our craft and then we present it nicely. So there's a lot more to just the name ramen, right? It was it was thought out like that. And then in the end, I sort of tried to make it more uh, relatable because people are asking me why why a noodle noodle uh, name, 
Well, it's not it's not just a noodle name, right? If you know the story behind it, and then I came up with the the acronym after. So enough of that rant about a uh, uh, a logo. So yeah, Paul, go oh, ahead. Yeah. There, there, there's a there's a really good story behind it. So I, I I have to ask you because I've I've got this going now. Since you're you're a Macross slash Robotech fan, is the most <laughs> practical mech ever in Macross? Because it seems like the Valkyrie is technically, and and the 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 bio, bio, uh, the other mechs and stuff like that, they seem like they could really exist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, that that's my theory is that's the closest we'll get to actual real mechs is what they have in Robotech. <laughs> well, actually, no, because uh, in my opinion. Well, even though the the creator, you know, Carl Mori tried to show how it could it could happen, but real physics and and scientists and engineer will tell you that no, it's not possible. You oh. know, it's it's far from it. It's far from it. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it takes good comfort to know that uh, at least it's somewhat somewhat possible. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I mean, they they have the big ones with the big walking ones with the guns and and whatnot. I was like, man, those seem like those should be in war now. But uh, so I've been following your toys for a while now, and I just discovered them uh, by accident on Instagram. And I believe the first thing I saw was the great white Porsche sub that you were working on. Um, now, did you just decide on that because it was never a toy to begin with? Or was that some uh, brainstorming that you're like, man, we need to make this? It's, you know, because it'd be a nice, cool, cool toy to have. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, we have set out on this journey not to only, you know, bring back to present day the stuff from the 80s, but also to bring to, to sort of bring to life those stuff that never was. So much like the 80s commanders, we try to bring the John Thunder, right, aka Apache Commander to life. Um, you know, Great White had was the same idea, right? So in the whole mask uh, collection, you know, the uh, the shark was never produced. And there are many speculation on why that was the case. Uh, but uh, maybe, may, just maybe, it was just too difficult to to produce as a as, as a uh, as a toy. You know, after us going through the whole rigorous process or try to engineering engineer the uh, the transformation and stuff like that, I mean, there's there's many uh, customizers, uh, you know, that yeah. has done this long before we came on the scene. Yeah, there there was one about ten years ago. Uh, right. I remember seeing it, and it was all it wasn't practical. It was all popped together. Right, and then you would pop it all apart and put it back into the car, pop it all back together. It was a sub; it just didn't transform. Right, and that's why I never owned one. <laughs> yeah, but there was one. There was one uh, particular custom that uh, actually did the periscope pretty good. So you know that was, I mean, we we give credit to good work. So I thought that that was pretty well done. Uh, apart from that, you know, everything of these were, as you said, you know, custom products so it's it's not exactly a a working toy so we we decided to do something that is uh you know as close to a well a, a working toy as you may 
so yeah. they can have something to put alongside your collection finally after all these years you know so we have to make sure that we get it right so that's that's the whole idea behind making the great white yeah and, and it, it looks beautiful i mean it's it's it looks cartoon accurate it, it's it's nice um I, I haven't seen one in person yet uh hopefully fingers crossed are you gonna have it at PowerCon next yes weekend? yes okay. uh next um is it the following friday. week or next week so, uh next um, week it's uh the friday saturday oh Sunday. yeah that's right that's right yeah i'm actually gonna be leaving on a plane on on monday um our time it's uh well the 8th of august that's actually tuesday yeah but tuesday morning yeah so yeah i'm i'll be off uh so today is uh friday i only uh you know two days as of this recording is friday i got two days left before i actually head out to start my journey to make it to columbus ohio um yeah so definitely looking forward to this event to connect with the fans and you know just soak in the environment of a, of a u.s con i think it's the only the second time i've been to a u.s con apart from san diego yeah yeah uh fingers crossed i i'm because i live an hour and a half away from columbus oh my, my goal is to make it there i've also I own my own business and all that stuff. So that comes first. My my going to conventions comes second, unless I'm going to a convention to make money and then that's number one. If um, I may just ask, uh, you know, um, is the museum for the US Air Force somewhere near your place? Um, it's about 40 minutes south of me. So it's almost oh, okay. right between uh, right. Columbus and yeah. It's, okay, uh, so, okay. I, I could be going there. Time. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> nice place. Really cool place. Um, my kid, my wife and my kids have gone several times. I haven't gone in forever, but they go all the time. So. <laughs> Dayton, right? It's in Dayton? Yeah, Dayton. Yep. Dayton, okay. Yep. I'll it's a uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base. So all right, I'll the, check it out. The, 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 the Air, Air and Space Museum there. Um, yeah, it's a great place. Um, so I, I got to ask when it comes now because you're redesigning heads to make them more character accurate um i i can see it in the back there i see your 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 oh, uh he-man right? okay. now okay. does your does your he-man have uh the the new head or the original head hanging out back there um definitely the new hits <laughs> yeah yeah i would I, I got those in a while back and I was going to be like, oh, I'll just keep one. I sold out and I'm like, crap, I got to get more. <laughs> so now I got to, I, I was hoping to come to PowerCon, get another head so I could fix the head on mine. Yeah, definitely. You know, we'll be selling a uh, verse one and two at PowerCon. So yeah, come on down to uh, yeah. get your hits. The, the, uh, um, well, you're doing the aces, uh, the, the, the that's pretty cool. Cause that's, um, uh, aces of aviation. Cases of aviation, Jess. I couldn't remember yep. off the top of my hand. Aviation there for a second. Um, now, I, I know you've ran into some problems with that. Have you run into problems with anything else? Well, um, see, the thing is that it's... Uh, I, I, again, I could be wrong. Yeah. But uh, I don't think that the IP holders are actively policing the web to look for infringement mm -hmm. of the ip i believe everything has to be reported right mm -hmm. so uh <clears throat> again i could be wrong 
right? I, I mean, I we could we could just be uh, the result of uh, policing, right? The, the 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 rights holders are always looking around for uh, you know third party well, items without license. Well, I know or, that that Tom Cruise is really particular, and he does not like action no, figures. From what I understand. that that we know, right? That yeah. we know because uh, if uh, if you can actually license Tom Cruise, then Hot Toys of all people would have done it already. Yeah. Right. The the king of making figures would have done the king of uh, movie stars, right? Yep. So that we understand, okay? But again, we are trying to create the 80s nostalgia. We're trying to bring, you know, we're not we're not a huge company. We are just a, 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 myself and another guy, you know? We're just trying to make some stuff, but we're not trying to make it as like uh, unpainted, you know, resin, recast, we're making real tooled products. Yeah. Right? So uh, it takes a lot of, it, it takes a lot to make it, I mean, it takes like the real company's effort to make what we're doing, but yeah. we're not a, we're not a big company, you know? So what, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, although we're small, we're not using smaller production. We're not using lesser tooling. We're not using like, uh, you know, it's all whatever that we're using is used by the industry. That's what I'm just trying to say. Yeah. But having said that, you know, we are just trying to provide pockets of collectors like myself who wants to have a figure of our beloved idol, right? And yes, pending that is against uh, laws of, a person's likeness on all these things. I mean, yeah, there are laws, but they're also the gray area. They're also interpretation of the law, right? I mean, again, was Robin Hood wrong to steal from the rich to give to the poor, right? Yes, he's wrong, right? But would the poor think that he's wrong? No. I mean, suffering and the rich, you know. Again, we could go on on a different tangent here, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what all I'm trying to say is that what we're doing is is so small. We don't even fathom to sell more than a thousand units of of the figure because we don't even know. Because when we first put up the uh, the prototype of the figure, there was basically silence. Nobody said, "Oh, wow, great!" You know, it's like who? It was like there was like two, three shares, <laughs> right? Compared to the Marshall, we have a hundred shares. You know, we have like like wow. There was, it was so silent with the with the with the Maverick that I thought, hmm, hmm maybe we, we might lose money on this if we can't sell a thousand units. I mean, and you do the math, right? You know, we can't be making a lot of money on on one on one figure. No. So, so if you multiply it by by at least a thousand, it's not going to be enough to cover the tooling for the yeah. whole body. Well, you're running um, yeah. injection mold uh, injection molding, right? That is right. Yeah, I, I worked in that for years. I, I kind of have a little bit of a background in it. I, was, I worked in a, a, a plastic production company. I was a mold center. I was the guy that put molds and put them in machines to, to do them. And you're right. The, 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 the amount that it costs to make the tooling, and then, you know, you're, after you put into your, your um, labor, the, the parts, the plastics itself, everything... It, I, I couldn't, I mean, I'm, from my point of view is, you know, I'm doing this from the States and um, 
I couldn't imagine you could make a whole lot of money off of this at all because I mean, just the tooling has to be astronomical. And if you're running a thousand pieces, I, I, I have, you guys are phenomenal. If you're, if you're making, if you're doing that kind of stuff on that small of a, of a window of what you're making, that's, that's crazy. And uh, like I said, man, I have all kinds of respect for you coming from the plastics background that, you know, they were always complaining about the price of fixing molds and I couldn't imagine making molds. So <laughs> you, and like I said, this is the States. I don't know what it's like over because you're in Singapore, right? Is that where your factory's at, where your, your production is? I mean, no, I'm, I'm from Singapore, but I'm now based in mainland China. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And let me just walk, walk, walk the audience back a little bit, Paul, because you mentioned that you're a tool setter. So, so with your tools, the ones where you can't actually carry by yourself, right? Mm. You got to use like a pool. Yeah, you got to get cranes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because it's so heavy. Yeah. Right? So that's number one. And number two, well, it's not exactly astronomical in terms of the, the cost. Obviously, the ramen racer is more expensive than yeah. a, uh, than a ACES of Aviation tooling. But if you look at the ACES of Aviation tooling by itself, it's not astronomical. It's expensive. If we're just going to be making a thousand pieces, that's why the whole idea is that we have to make it like the 80s commanders where we have one body and we put out a set where the body is the same. It's all about amortizing the tooling. So you have your Mattels doing the He-Man, yeah. which is basically the same buck, right? Oh. But of course, there's different hits, there's different harness, there's different stuff, but you're, you're, there's about 60% or more mm -hmm. of the same tooling. Yeah. So there was at least the same tooling for 80s commanders. <clears throat> but if you look at it again, it only had the, the body as the as the only part that was the same. Because all the weapon systems are different. Nobody shared <clears throat> any weapon system. The helmets were all different for the yeah. second run, right? The first run, of course, all the helmets were the same. So you, as you can see, you know, uh there was Definitely a little, but not a lot of amortization on the first project. Now, if you look at the ACES, then it's now more amortizable because the whole flight suit is the same. The helmet is the same, albeit we'll, we'll color it different. The only thing that's different other than that is the head sculpts. Okay. So the whole okay. idea was to, first of all, put out this one figure and hopefully it would gather enough of interest and bias so that we sort of, you know, reduce our tooling costs. And mm -hmm. then we would move on to make the generic pilots. But since the first figure does not see a lot of day, then we just have to change the plans to bring about the generic figures into the fray and then offer it as we have it now, the ASO Aviation Wave 1, which is a three you know, three three figures in a wave, you know, um, mm -hmm. and then we definitely brought the, the price. You can see the price is not like $99.95, it's $69.95. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, that that is, you're right. I, I, get, I guess I've gotten so used to the new toys where the, everybody is different, every mold's different, everything else. You're right. You go back to the 80s. I mean, I, I got he-Man figure sitting over there, and I got um uh the the Mattel because Mattel was the king of that. 
because you had the Secret Wars figures, and those were all the same body. Most of them had the same arms, sometimes same legs, and they just all interchanged to change the head. But yeah, I did. I didn't even think about that. Um, but the 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 other one I've, I'm I'm really impressed by is your Marshall and Three Zero. Those are looking amazing. Um, I, I'm one of the few people I know that even knew Brave Star existed until recently. Um, and I do a uh, I do a Saturday morning cartoon show mm. show, and I I do uh, I say Saturday morning, even though most, some of the cartoons are not Saturday morning cartoons, but I do it on Saturday morning. I give an X amount of cartoons, and I let people see them, and then I host them like you would have back in the day in the eighties. Mm, and one nice. of the big cartoons that everybody seems to really like now, and people forgot, was Brave Star. Mm. And when I saw that Marshall figure, I thought that was just awesome. And then your three zero was amazing. Um, and and I'm not gonna lie, I still think that is the weirdest dynamic between a, a, a hero and his sidekick is the fact that he rides around on his sidekick. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and and I've got to say this before before I get too long. I, I have people who ask, and I'm asking this. Um, I am a big fan of Black Star and Jason the Wheeled Warriors. And we need somebody to bring those back. <laughs> um, or at least make accessories for Jason the Wheeled Warriors. They so just pop new weapons in and stuff like that. Make weapons packs. Uh, <laughs> um, now, the uh, Ramen Charger, that, I mean, that's... that's Ramen Racer. Ramen Racer, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, that is one of the coolest ideas I think I've seen in toys in a while. The fact that you're just, you have your, your GL model, your FF model, your GR model. Um, I'm trying to remember the yep. fourth one. Um, B BL. BL. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and I'm just like, Oh, these, these are great. Um, and, and then how, how did that come into, into, into fruition? Well, again, you know, the, the credit is not all mine or ours. You know, it's a, it's again the community's feedback. Okay. All we wanted to do was to create something from the failed Haslab for the audience and the fans who wanted the item, right? Mm -hmm. So, albeit, you know, albeit is is a, is a licensed Marvel Legends, you know, project. Uh, we couldn't get the license, obviously, and uh, we don't want to really mess around with. Uh, I mean, yes, we, we're doing third party stuff, but as you can see, clearly there are some things that uh, is more risky in terms mm -hmm. of uh, ramifications than others. So Marvel, obviously, very big brand, Disney, you know, uh, very very high chance of uh, getting problems. So that was on our mind. Uh, but again, I like to try everything. So having seen the failed engine of vengeance and having seen at one point there was at least 7,000 plus backers uh, and then it fell to like 5,000. The idea was, uh, you know, there are, there are people that want this, right? Or something like this based on the, the many YouTube videos that I watched, right? 
they mm-hmm. were saying that just you know I, I'm buying for the car I'm I'm I don't care for the Robbie Reyes and all these things I I want to get the car so and then some say that oh it doesn't even look like a charger you know you know so there, there's a lot of comments going on we picked out and filtered all those comments to come up with what we needed the ingredients to make this thing and the whole con- the whole idea was or rather we the way we digested and comprehended the whole situation is that the collectors want a 112 scale vehicle they want it to look like a vehicle um and that's it some don't care for the flames so we went to work and we thought that you know with uh, the 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 height of this this thing that failed you know with it and it's still fresh in everybody's mind maybe it's time to just cast the net to see if we can get how many of the 5000 backers from our you know little idea so we went to work immediately we shared some 3d renders and came up with a prototype and then along the way uh customers were saying that you know um why don't you make it interchangeable right so this was something that we actually saw the comment we had, we had no plans on making things interchangeable we just wanted to put out a car that's it right and then as we went along okay so so this was an idea between me and my team mm-hmm. uh that uh, instead of just doing the 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 charger with the flames we could actually have certain parts to make it into uh the BL the the FF etc right so in if you look at our history of feats we initially put out like four different cars right so yeah. so the whole idea was that if you don't want the the so called one with the flames you can just get a generic one with with this grill or this headlight and it's it's like a menu you have a menu of of choices right not just yeah. uh, pepperoni pizza you have many choices so at least you can choose and then from then the the customer said you know i don't want to buy four different cars i don't want to buy four i, I want all, i want all four but i don't want to buy four can you make them like interchangeable so that's when it evolved into interchangeable so yeah we are always involving at, at the same time you know nothing is all, nothing is is ever casted in stone we are always like if, if this doesn't work let's let's and it's not pivot the word is pivot people like to use the word pivot but we're not actually pivoting we're actually evolving we are adjusting we are changing course yeah yeah you're making error so, cor- yeah you're making so. course corrections yeah yeah that that's that's amazing and and yet again that is a, a, a from what i've seen so far with your with your mock-ups and stuff like that that's going to be amazing um that's and and the idea that that it took you know you guys step in and go maybe we should just make it interchangeable and interlock you know that that's that's neat that's a neat idea and i as a collector of toys and stuff i that's one thing i've always liked going back to when i was a little kid i remember um geez i want to say it was a bigfoot truck toy and it, you could interchange the tires and the oh. gas tank. You could do all that stuff. And I remember loving that as a kid. If I would have had the 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 charger, that's all I would have probably played with as a kid. I'd be like, look, I can make this. I can do this. I can, you know. <laughs> um. So so I, I got. What's you, what is the toy that you're the proudest of working on so far? 
Wow. Um, proudest of. So tough call. It's it's a uh, it's racer. You know, um, great white, Gullwing. Yeah, I guess. And yeah. that Gullwing is looking looking really good, and uh, that's that's a shame on that one. That you, this is only one run of that. Then we got to switch it up, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, the whole idea is that we never actually intended to do an exact same run for reasons because we don't want customers who came in early to feel that, oh, I should have waited. There's no rush, right? Yeah. The whole idea of collecting is to let customers support the project. And by supporting a project means you got to come in and support it early and not mm -hmm. late. Uh, just like me, for example, we have no support for the Apache Commander, the Land Drone, uh, the Phantom Foil. So when there's no support, it just means we can't move forward because there's uh, you know no funds, right? Mm -hmm. Again, we are we are a really small company, and these toolings are very expensive. It's not astronomically expensive, yeah. but it's expensive, and we are not yet you know amortizing the tooling except for the 80s commanders another run that we did you know last year and that was it every everything else you can see is unique tooling the quicksilver the monster you know everything is is unique tooling right so um what i'm just trying to say is we do it one run we don't reissue so that customers know that you know the what they have in hand is is unique and valuable in that mm -hmm. sense, right? If there is any rerun, it's got to be different. And that's what we will go by all, every time. So the second run of the Gullwing will not feature the very beautiful and I think valuable Tempo print. A part of uh, collecting toys is that you want to have the Tempo print, right? The Tempo print is just, well, the most... Uh, fascinating things you can get on on a on a on a toy on a on a model on a figure because it's not a decal it's not a sticker it's paint mm -hmm. but it's paint that is done so precisely because it's print mm -hmm. and we've shared the video of how the tempo print was done you know one of the 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 aspect the, the most difficult part which is to print the purple and then the gradient and then the grids and then the lightning bolt, right? So that's a four-step printing process on one, only on one part. So that is obviously something that's going to be missed, but we have to do it because we have to make it different. Yeah. And but at the same time, making it different also made it the same. Why do I say that? Because now we are going to make it more like your real, you know, canner where you got it as a kid you have to apply the stickers yourself, okay? So by doing that, you know, we don't think we have lost a lot. Rather, I think we are gaining two sides, okay? And at the same time, we are being reasonable and we'll reduce the selling price of the Galwing, okay? Mm -hmm. So yes, we came up with the original price, which people thought were too, ex you know, some people thought were too expensive, you know, a set one, 170 US as the retail price. But as I mentioned this many times, 
we come up with the retail price based on a, a lot of factors, right? Some of them would be, again, the price of the tooling versus the quantities that we're going to be producing mm -hmm. versus the discount that we must give to the resellers. So that's yeah. how we came up with the 170. And again, we always want to give our B2C, the customers, the, the collectors, the best possible price, which is 30% off that SRP during the early bird period. So the Gullwing was available back then for 117, right? And many collectors stepped that up. And some were late to the game, but that's just life, right? Yep. So we have people buying it at 170. Okay. Now with a new run, it's not gonna be 170. I think it's more gonna be around 150 to 160. Okay. As the as the as the retail price, you know, we're, we're knocking that off. That means we're we're knocking a minimum of ten, a maximum of twenty US dollars off the retail price. Now, why is that so? Because number one, there will not be a blister trade. There will not be a flap window. There will not be magnets to attach the flap of the packaging. Now, these things do cost money, right? Uh, any, any day, a window box is going to cost more than a non-window box. Yep. There's the plastic involved. Any day, a blister will cost more than a non-blister, okay? That's why action figures back in the day had a cart and then the small little blister mm -hmm. versus the whole blister, right? These are all, actually, if you think about it and you, and you walk it back, it, it makes sense, right? So there is no blister, but it'll be packaged in the original canner, sort of a corrugated cardboard way, right? So so you already know what the gullwing looks like. So there's no need to flip open the the lid anymore to see it so we we thought about that we see it's, it's now it's now safe to actually conceal the gullwing in a in an opaque box yeah and then and then we have the stickers and then the stickers would have an option either you can apply it to look like the toy with the lightning bolts or you can apply it without the lightning bolts to look like the cartoon so it's a win-win and then for the first release because we we already advertise the wing cannons as cartoon accurate, which means that the extension part is red and then the cannon itself is, you know, silver. Now we can have a chance to go back and make the whole thing vac metal, just like the toy. So, yeah. you know, they're, 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 you know, you are not like, oh, I'm not getting the pet printing. You're not, you're not, oh, I'm not getting the, the window box. Don't think it that way. Think it as, yes, you've missed that. And if you can get it, in the secondary market from a reseller, I'm sure there will be. Good luck to you, you know, uh, but we don't rerun it because we have to preserve the bulk and majority of our fan base that would not be wanting a reissue. Uh, and there's a second piece which can now be something that you can look forward to. It is its own unique features. And we're hopeful, hopeful that the original buyers can also partake to support the second run if they want to. That's all. But the second run majority is for those people who missed out. We've had lots of inquiries about when's the next run. Uh, no, there's no next run as in a reissue, but there's going to be a, a run that's uniquely different. Yeah. Yeah. Say, same molds, but just slightly different. Yep. Yeah. Not a lie, I have a Camaro setting out back that that's the goal is is that oh. i'm going to make it look like 
I have a, a real 1982 Camaro setting out back wow. that my goal is wow. to make it look like the Gullwing. So, okay. Okay. What color is it now? It's red. It's red. Ah, okay. Yeah. The same it's, kind of red or a little uh, bit different? Well, it looks like crap right now because it's it's legitimately been sitting outside. I work on it when oh. I can. I'm going to paint it okay. and do the whole nine yards. But that's, that's the goal, you know down the road maybe the next couple of years i will okay. have it look like a uh then i'm also trying to find a um a uh mustang and i think we're painting up to look like a cop car to look like uh from transformers so cool because <laughs> i i got it my toys didn't get smaller they got bigger uh okay great um so i i gotta ask before i forget uh dream toy that you would love to make dream toy mm-hmm um, I guess it wouldn't be a toy, right? Because it was so big. Uh, you know, a one eighteen scale F fourteen, a, a real one, not like not like what GI Joe has done with their Sky Striker. It's neither here nor there. Uh, let's do a real, you know, one eighteen. The only other one eighteen that was done was by JSI. You know, aircraft enthusiasts would know this particular model i'm not sure when it was done uh but uh, apparently the company went out of business you know so not sure if making that item got them out of business so it could be a taboo but yeah you know back in the day there was this 118 scale uh f14 uh by this company gsi and it's really massive but it was not as detailed as it should be but then again it was back in the day so i am uh, again I'm, I'm not sure if i should be saying this and letting the cat out of the back the whole idea is that i think i want to do a dream project which is the you know 118 scale f14 there were customers asking for the 112 version because of our ace of aviation are we doing a 112 scale f14 but that's really That'd be massive not it's really not uh I mean, it's not impossible, but it's just how do you ship it, right? How do you ship it? I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be as big as a fridge, right? So, so uh, it, again, it's not impossible, but the cost, the limited number of people buying it, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to be just such a massive mammoth task, right? So let's look at 118 first, because 118, you can actually use your... You can complement it as the as the GI Joe line or any other of your. There's there's a, quite a few one eighteen uh products and brands in the market now, like uh, higher doing one eighteen uh figures. So I think we can actually have a one eighteen. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Joy toy. Joy toy. So yeah, so I think the uh the idea is not is not totally insane. It's 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 possible, uh, and then. You know, if we can work it out, maybe get a license with Paramount to produce the first product as a crowdfund, you know, Top Gun, uh, Tomcat, you know. Yes, Mr. Cruz doesn't want his likeness, but he's, he has this, this, apart from a little, well, apart from a, a pilot that has the, the helmet on, there's no likeness to a, to a figure. So it's, it's about the, the whole aircraft itself i think it's going to be a massive project it's going to be a dream project if i do pull it off uh it's going to be incredibly detailed it's going to be better than the gsi 
and it's going to be hopefully the the pinnacle of an F14 model the world has ever seen. That's the goal. That's the dream. <laughs> so you, you, what you should do is you come with a different uh, uh, sticker packs so you can do the different. different uh, no, no, not not sticker packs. When 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 you have something as as uh, premium as as this, then it's all tempo printed. Ooh. Um, no stickers. You know, everything is going to be exactly as what you have. I mean, that is the the centerpiece of any <laughs> household. It can even be the the uh, coffee table. You know, you can make a coffee table out of it. So that's a sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. But it's... Because my, my son was in the Navy and uh, I went to the naval base in um, Chicago. Hmm. And I, I went there and there is an F-14 setting there it looks like Roy Foker's Valkyrie because it has the big uh, skull and crossbones. Right, the VF-84. Huh? And Is the Joy Rogers. Yeah, and I wanted to take a picture of it. And I went to take my camera out and they're like, no. So I couldn't get oh. pictures of it because I was on a military base and you can only take oh. pictures in a lot there of... There you go. Like, then you don't put the cool stuff out here for people to take pictures of and then tell them they can't take pictures. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my my buddy was like, "What was it?" I was like, "Man, I was like, I wanted a picture so it looked like I was standing next to Roy Foker's plane." <laughs> but um, I'm a I'm a sucker for the uh, two scale toys, you know, because um, you know what the Sky Strikers two foot. If that mm -hmm. was in scale, it'd be what three foot probably. Yeah, exactly. One eighteen scale. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it, it's there. I like you said there was a toy company. Jeez, because um, I know they made uh, twelve inch vehicles and they made vehicles essentially for GI Joe size. And mm. wow. I cannot, remember, but they had high end military stuff, and it was really neat. Uh, but they kind of ended it at about maybe the Gulf War. So there was no new, new stuff at that point, if okay. I remember right. So, <clears throat> uh, so I got to ask, since you're you're coming to Ohio next weekend, uh, yes. have you have you ever been to Ohio? Uh, nope. First time. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> As somebody that's lived in Ohio their entire life, uh, no. It's a good place. There's a lot of good stuff over in Columbus. A lot of good eats. Um, if you ever get, if you, I'm sure you're going to get out and around. There's a lot of good restaurants over there. Um, but do you ever look at a toy, think, yes, this is what I want to make. But when you sit down, you just look at it and go, it's not happening. It's going to be too complicated. Um, just, just. It, it's something you really want to do, but you just look at the logistics of it and it's, it's not feasible besides, well, besides the airport. Yeah. Which is, which is why I only do stuff that I can do. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, do something and then sit down and then say, Oh, it's too, it's too difficult. You know, if I do something, it's going to be done. Now yeah. with the, with the aces of aviation and have you just thought about making like, essentially army builders like just generic soldiers for like the the you know six inch scale just well yeah. it's it's aces of aviation so it's actually going to be featuring pilots so we're doing you know this pilot first and then mm -hmm. 
we can probably move on once uh, the 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 line stabilized in terms of uh, getting back the costs. We can reinvest into making a different pilot because there's so many different pilots, right? The the pilot that we're doing is actually very navy centric, navy centric, uh, and and seventies eighties. You know, modern day pilots are, are of a different gear, a different helmet, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so there is definitely room to grow. Uh, I'm not sure about army builders per se because uh, I'm not sure how you army build uh, a pilot. Well, I'm, right? I'm talking I'm not... like if if you were to, you know, since you're doing the the interchangeable pilots, have you right. ever thought about adding like a line of interchangeable just military? Um, yeah, that but it wouldn't be under the ASO Aviation uh, brand. Hmm. It might be something else. And uh, yeah. So the, the, the one that I th I would love to see is the uh um maybe the uh, uh Clint Eastwood from uh Firefox with the, the okay oh. okay yeah there's lots of uh, ideas like the Iron Eagle and stuff like that so yeah hey okay. I'm sure you probably get that stuff pitched at you all the time like hey make this make this yep <laughs> so, um with with everything you got coming out right now how much of it do you have ready for PowerCon next weekend oh well um we've got the marshall's prototype we've got the aces prototype we've got the test shot for the racer i would say i was say 90 percent well yeah 90 percent is it's all there we're gonna show off everything on at the show yeah now, now are people going to be able to buy, like, are you going to have the 80s commandos and uh, anything currently? Yeah, available? so um, since it's a con for for consumer, you got to buy stuff, right? And we hope to sell stuff because it's it's not it's not cheap to fly over there. No. <laughs> I, I didn't fly first class, by the way. You know, it's just premium economy. Uh, so it's not it's not cheap to get over there. So we need to get some sales. So we are actually selling some caps, right? Support us with some caps. Uh, we got the master of the verse uh, hits. We've got the uh, you know clear blue, most powerful stand in the universe, uh, exclusive to to sell over there. And then of course, importantly, uh, we have the pre-orders. All right. Uh, importantly, the Aces of Aviation's pre-order that you can only get at PowerCon, and only during the PowerCon period is on our website which is obviously the Mavericks hit, right? Of course, I can't call it the Mavericks hit. Again, uh, it's going to be called the Ghost Rider uh, giveaway bundle. We're giving it away, right? If you get the full full wave of wave one, well, the full set of wave one, uh, you will automatically get the hit free, right? It's a giveaway. It's not for sale. It will not be available after the con. So anybody that said, oh, I missed it. Uh, can you sell it? No, it's not going to be done. Uh, so PowerCon, you can get your friends to get it for you. If they're going, if you cannot go to the PowerCon, your friends are not going, then the website is available, www.ramentoynos.com. Only during the PowerCon period, 11 of August to 13 of August, both days inclusive, you can order. Uh, there's no limit to how many sets you can order. Uh, but it's only during that time. So we'll be selling that. And then that's the, that, I think that's the crux of it, right? The crux of it. 
And then you can also opt to uh, purchase the ramen racer. If you look at the test shot, if you feel that you're you know, comfortable, you can put down uh, another payment for, I mean, the upfront payment for the, the racer. We'll get your details. And once it's done, we'll ship it to you. Uh, similarly, for the Marshall, we, we're doing exclusive uh, convention offers where it's like 80 bucks shipped, right? Uh, so yeah, you know, the, the, Mar the Marshall is at $99.95 retail. We're doing a, a early bit at $69.95. But if you add shipping onto that, it's going to be another price. But at the con for the, for the locals, you know, and then again for the states, if you are buying it, if you're supporting the project, it's $80 shipped. Just put on $80 for us. We'll get your details. And then once the Marshall is done, we'll ship it uh, to your location location in the states and same thing for the great white uh same thing for our other commanders it's all going to be there right we're going to have uh the retro packaging 80s commanders so far we've only shared images of the naval commander because i've been so busy uh i'm, I'm the one that takes pictures of, of all the products so i had not been able to take the pictures of the air force commander and the naval and the armor commander prior to my trip to shizuoka japan in may so you can see how busy I was, you know, May, June, July, you know, I couldn't take the pictures, but finally I took the pictures and the team is going to be putting that up on the website for orders. But again, if I'll be bringing the, 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 the samples there, you know, then, then if you want to get it, it's $200 for all three shipped. And then, you know, we get the, the land drone and the Apache commander again, 80 bucks shipped and, Obviously, uh, pre-orders for the Great White as well. So there you have it. You know, we, we're going to have all the... Well, there's more information on my live stream that's coming up, I think, in, in about uh, more than 24 hours' time. So about, yeah, around there. So, yeah, sorry for this big rant on, on pricing and, and products. No, no, no. I, I was going to ask you but, all about uh, that yeah. stuff. I, 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 I'm, I'm a sucker. I believe that um, if you're going to push a product at least give them some sort of uh suggested retail price uh because i own a business and i see all these shows where they're like oh you know this is a new game that's out and then people will call me up and go hey i want that game i saw online i'm like yeah it's it's 149.99 and then they're like yeah i don't want that and i'm like so if they would have said on the show like hey this is kind of an expensive board game it's 150 bucks then it gives people heads up in advance and right. I like when people do that. That's hundred percent. I was going to ask you if you had price points on any of this stuff, but you answered that yes. question before I even asked. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, your stuff is looking amazing. Um, it, it definitely looks like, I, I want to say like, like another wave of that toy line that we just now are getting 40 years later. And um, with with the 80s commandos, uh, um, I have a lot of people who are always asking for Centurions on my show, and I, I can't air that. It's one show that they will not let me air. They shut it down. Oh. Um, but it, what's funny is the ones that get past, the ones that they – but they make money off of it because they put commercials in it, and then they make money where I just sit back here and just like, hey, I'm advertising mm -hmm. for free. Just go <laughs> make mm -hmm. your money. Um, but – they really, you know, they, they fit it. It's, it's, you know, Centurions, I think were kind of forgotten 
And now people are really going back and remembering them. And then they're like, well, I want to go find the toy. And the toys are stupid expensive because yes. either A, you're carded or or you're getting one that's missing all the pieces. Then you got to find all the pieces. And now if you can just go buy a brand new one, that's, you know, what was it? What would it be? What would, would be wave three or something out of the original line? You just go, it's the, the theoretical third wave of Centurion's figures. And that's what we got for you. So now you can buy brand new ones and you don't have to spend $200 on a figure that might be missing a piece or two. So, <laughs> but uh, the, the, like I said, they're they're really well done from what I can see. I'd, I'd love to see one in hand. I'm hoping to maybe see one in this week, next weekend. Because um, I, I, I've been pushing your product on my show since I first started seeing them. Um because like I said, I show Brave Star, so I talk about the Marshall, I talk about the three zero, I tell people where to find you, um, and people go, "Well, would you make any?" I'm like, "I'm not making any money off these people. I'm just telling you where to go get this stuff at." That's right. Yeah. Because because it's it's bad that that um, you know you're getting these nice product out, you're getting nice new product out, you're getting a custom toy essentially that can be put together with your original run of stuff so you can have your 80s commandos with your centurions you can put your gull wing and your 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 great white with your mass toys you could put you know your aces of aviation you can put them with your gi joe figures and stuff like that as a kid from the 80s that that is still go that that makes me so happy because <laughs> you know we were kids and we got toy lines that did not mix or they changed sizes for some odd reason or you know you know uh he-man suddenly changed completely in like its fifth wave and it's not even compatible with with the earlier waves but you're going back and making a new toy compatible and it's 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 awesome i i i'm praising you up, to, uh, up one thank side you, down thank the other, you. so um I, I can't help it because it's 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 good looking stuff it's definitely got the 80s feel it's definitely right in my my you know fans market of what stuff they like so i'm out there pushing it left and right and if you ever if you ever watch any of my episodes you can see me going hey Make Brackstar or make <laughs> All right. So, but um, I, I greatly appreciate it. I, I don't want to waste any more time because um, you are oh, 12 no, hours great. ahead of me. And yeah. uh, so what I need you to do while you're already ahead of me, go get the lottery tickets for me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. So, no. Um, but you yeah, can, can get the Alamac. Yeah. Um, Almanac. Yeah. Emily. Yeah. Um, the Back to the Future, the the yeah the, yeah the uh, almanac, the, uh, um, yeah that's the the the, the <laughs> sports almanac, yeah yeah almanac. go back to the future, and uh, I I I don't know why I brain farted on that for some reason, <laughs> um, but no, it's cool. Uh, hopefully, I'll get to see you guys next weekend. Um, I'm fingers crossed. It probably it's gonna be if I make it, it's gonna be Sunday. So okay, going to try to sneak in. All right. uh, but um, do you know what booth you're going to be at yet? So we can I believe it's 246. 246. 
Yeah. And you'll be at the PowerCon in Columbus, Ohio. Yes. The weekend, because uh, this will drop on Monday. So it is this weekend. Yeah. This is dropping on Monday. This So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you go to Columbus, go to PowerCon, go to Ramen Toys, and go put money down on a bunch of really cool toys. And, uh, you know, that's that's all I can tell people. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I I will, I will advertise you until until uh, you stop making toys, probably. <laughs> thank you, thank you, and we'll, we'll and we'll keep making toys. That's that's where people are. At. They're like, so how long are you going to keep doing the cartoon show? I'm like, till I run out of cartoons, and then they're like, yeah. what are you going to do then? I'm like, reruns. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to remix them so that they're not the same cartoons in order that I aired them the first time. Um. Uh, but but. Before I go, I, I do have one probably big question. Um, do you ever think that you would do something in the uh, uh, Star Wars? Make make a maybe not make a Star Wars toy, but make a vehicle that would be Star Wars esque. Well, I guess uh, never say never. Uh, although, uh, yeah, let, let's just say never say never. Let's, never let's say never. Say. Okay, because I, I see so many of these people out there that do the uh, um, um, the, the the fact is that I I don't understand how Disney hasn't shut them down. The mm -hmm. ones that make exact duplicates of old stuff, and I'm like, how are you guys not getting shut down? And how are you charging eighty bucks for a figure? <laughs> which is the good good thing right don't yeah. don't shut them down these are these are collectors and and people passionate about the stuff right so don't shut yeah. them down yeah. yeah and 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 the nice part about you is is i'm not seeing you making anything that's exactly the same oh no that, that that's a really a knockoff yeah that's that's a bootleg and a knockoff mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's it's and so many people that just go like, I can, I can cast a mold from this pre-existing toy. I can do mm, that, make a scene yeah. or, or 3D print it, whatever the, whatever. Yeah. So, but like I said, sir, I greatly appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for thank doing you. the show. Um, I will put all your contact information, your, whatever you want me, like you want your Instagram, your website. Do you have any sure. other yeah. thank sites you. that you need? I'll put those at the end of the show so people can contact you and get a hold of you and go buy cool toys. And hopefully you'll see him next weekend at PowerCon or this weekend at PowerCon. And um, so I want to thank you a ton, sir. I appreciate it um, for, you know, you're all the way over there in, in uh, 12 hours difference. So thank you uh, for taking time and uh, I hope to see you soon. So take care. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Pledge is all mine. All right. Oh.